Okay, I was I was waiting for you to acknowledge the vocals. We're vocal geniuses, okay? What are we harmonizing? Who we could be a duet? Ain't no good little girl duet. Remember when Three LW went down in two members and everybody was like, "I'll see myself out." Everybody <laughs> left. We were like, you know, what? we're we're straight. No thanks on this. None for I us. I started for Sweet Little Woman, not two. Not two, two little women. And they put some like replacement dark skin girl that we didn't know. Right. Like, now y'all just begging. Relax. It's done. Wrap it up. I'm drinking this ginger ale. Oh my God. Me too. You're right in there. Me too. In there. No, you're not. <laughs> Have you heard that yes. on TikTok where it'd be like, that's liquor. That's, that's liquor. That's liquor. <laughs> that's liquor. <laughs> that is liquor. Um, yeah, okay. Sorry, y'all. We said we would never go two weeks and we don't went about three or four. I don't know how long this been. But uh, if you understand our lives. Life for me ain't been no crystal stare. Okay. Not near crystal stair. Not near crystal stair. It's been jagged. I don't even know if that's how the poem go, but that's my remix. And we don't make enough see also at all money for this to be our main priority because we got other shit. And we love y'all so much. And thank you for the opportunity using the love and all the other shit that it's talking to. Because we, I keep having, rec- I have like recurring dreams. So I dream in like series. Like I have several different like TV shows that are about my life that I dream in. It's like five of them. And one of them is like a podcast listener happens to be like a rich and handsome famous man or lady and yeah. like finances my life. And all I have to do is the podcast, like a Hallmark movie, but for negresses. And so if that's actually a real thing, just let me know. Just let me know so I can not be employed. In that case, we will make time. Because we got about an hour and a half every week to spare. Yeah, I got that. Um, work yeah. But now that we are back, I expect tweets. I want y'all to talk to us. I know y'all cleaning your room and doing stuff and doing that people's job. But I need you to talk to us. Because if we're doing these podcasts and it's the same three people talking to us, that's a problem. Now, we got some things in the works. Okay, we're going to get to our, our big news and shit. That's going to help, you know push engagement but i need y'all to do y'all fucking part now you go to church you don't go to church without tithing do you <laughs> we don't ask y'all for much go to the church house without tithing now we don't ask y'all niggas for much but yeah so that's really it um we are back um the world has been on fire consistently since for years now but especially since we've been gone so we know um yeah and speaking i know y'all have been begging Huh? I said, so speaking of on fire, I know this is not a conspiracy episode, but a bunch of food processing plants burned down like the last six months, and like two burned down yesterday. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is that about? Did one of the Republican governors purposely do that because shit coming from Mexico or some shit, and it's um they're trying to make it. But it's all over the country. They're doing something. They are doing something. This is such an adult snack: loose tomatoes and champagne. I'm enjoying myself. Eats tomatoes raw. What's wrong with you? I'm eating tomatoes and blackberries and apples wrapped up in prosciutto and gouda cheese. It's really great. Okay, um, I do think that Obama's presidency 
what snowballed into the shit show that we have today because seeing a black man as president infuriated white people so much. They got together, similar to how they met in 1492, and said, how the fuck can we ruin these niggas? Never again. Never again. That's what they said at the meeting. Never again. They have been on a fucking roll. It don't matter who in the president's office. Congress ain't got no goddamn spine and shit and getting passed. Ain't nothing worth a damn happening. These white men are, I mean, they talking about abortions. They making being homeless illegal. They said, fuck the trans kids. You can't get no goddamn corn no more because they done burned down all the goddamn factories. Ain't no Mexicans no more. It's just so bad. Ain't no Mexicans. <laughs> they try to get rid of Mexicans. Mexicans don't bother nobody. They don't. They don't. But that abortion stuff, I keep saying it. Old people say it. We say it in politics. That's because they want white ladies to keep having babies so they can remain the majority. That is it. Because if it was just niggas going to get abortions, they'd be cool with it. Black people don't have abortions at the same rate that white people do. White people do. And that is affecting the population, bottom line, and the majority. And why power? So that's why they don't that want makes sense, but honestly, when they get the mistress pregnant, I bet they figure out how to get an abortion in. I bet they do. They should the, actually them them going to get scraped, ain't they? Surely do. And there ain't gonna be no back alley one either. It's gonna be ain't no wire hangers involved. Whoopi Goldberg ain't gonna be in no white and have a. Uh, oh, that was movie? terrifying. Jesus, I hate that movie. Absolutely terrifying. I I don't think I've watched like Precious was was traumatic, but I could watch Precious. I don't think I've watched For Color Girls all the way through since the theater. Well, see, For Color Girls, I had been in the play twice, I think, before I seen the movie, and the text itself. Um, in Suzuki, I think that's how you pronounce it, it's already terrifying. And so when you're like doing the play, you're like, mm, this is the saddest shit I ever heard of in my life. Great. And then you see that movie and it's not even that it's sad, it's just traumatic. Like it's just trauma after trauma after trauma. Like it didn't even get the emotions for real. It's just like bad shit happening to black women. That's that this shit. Bad thing happened. Like this girl got raped in her living room. She got chlamydia. Now she can't have kids. Her husband's doing the bending. She got the, this light-skinned nigga threw the kids out the window. He don't walk away with all the red of divine stuff. She got this abortion with this fucking dry cleaner hanger. There's nothing like it was, just, and then we just you sit on what? a rooftop and hug at the end. It's not fucking fun, Tyler. It's crazy how a actor will like remain terrible in your mind because I'm sure Michael Ely is a great person. Ain't leaving him alone with my kids, even if they his ever. <laughs> even if we <laughs> ever, you cannot be alone with these little niggas here. Not nowhere close to the window either. Maybe he was trying to do something like reverse PR because he was tired of being sexualized by black women. Because when he had rabies in there as walking watching God, he was still fine. Now, I would have had them rabies. Now the rabies, he probably would have little rabies. Little rabies passed a little rabies. Little rabies did. Me and you gonna have to live on the first floor condo, my boy. Because I did not (laughs) trust you little rabies. You not you threw them. How you even read that in the script and say yes? I'm taking this role. You should have been like Tyler. I'm not throwing these babies out this window. What's wrong with you? Like, and I know that that's what happens in this text. But I'm just saying, like as te- like as terrifying as that was in the movie, you should be like, look, bro, we're gonna have to rewrite it. Everything is not everything. Can I just kick? Can I kick the kids? Can I just push them? Can I just punt them down the street a little bit? Do I have to <laughs> drop them out the window? Off the sidewalk, like Michael, you could have just. Come up with any alternative. I can imagine Tyler Perry is Medea voice telling him that he had to hit, throw the kids out the window. You can tell Tyler Perry anything. He's tired because he doesn't hire writers. So he would have just taken the note. 
you could have just said it and he'd have been like yes i'm exhausted bring me another red bull <laughs> and you got it <laughs> he opened final draft and changed the scene you don't have to throw them kids out the window we can get you can burn them with a hot comb that's traumatic enough we all can re- re- uh, relate to that jesus christ but you threw the kids out the window michael mm-hmm. nope and then he went on to play another crazy nigga in that movie with um so if i was married to what's his name i was gonna say lionel richie what's his name same Michael, thing. Michael Ely. Michael Ely. They'd be like, Jasmine, why do you keep buying ranches? There are other style homes. <laughs> Not for us. Not for us. You gotta buy the fucking Neverland Ranch. Yep. You're gonna drop them kids about two inches out the window and I'm gonna be down there trying to catch them. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, or even um I, Darnell ain't seen heaven since he raped um Princess Tiana in her living room either. And that, first of all, you're stupid. Uh, gross second of all <laughs> i haven't gotten over that either and i don't think he worked since that's what i'm saying i ain't really seen him and shit since. but you know how after django they said that leonardo dicaprio said nigga too good that is how i felt about darnell i was like oh you did you, you raped that too good you, have you done this before you did that raping a little too ravey no more maybe you should go into tech hmm? want to do a little crypto Wanna buy some NFTs? No more active for you. You're terrifying. <laughs> Cause I am scared. Mm-hmm. I, and you know, Tupac dead, so you can't kill you again. Right. I'm scared. Um, how do we even get on for color girls? I don't even remember. Don't um, I was talking about abortion. You got a joke of the week, as I sit here and play with my severed fingernails. Um, all of my nails have broken on my head. So last two weeks ago, I got my nails done. And I've been getting my real nails done because I'm like, oh, you know, natural cutie, whatever, whatever. And I, I got like an infection last year in my acrylics. So I was like, I'm going to do my real nails. I got a cute little French and two of my nails, one was like breaking and one was like about to break. So I got these two fixed with acrylic, right? Mm-hmm. Over the course of the next few days, the rest of my nails began to break. Um, so I only have five nails now between two hands. And I think I have some kind of like calcium deficiency because they like broke. So, so you're at 50, a 50% clip right now. I'm at 50% of my nailage. Um, they all broke. You know what? Speaking of fingernails, because I don't know if you saw my response and went on my DMs and your DMs on TikTok. Oh, yes. Don't send me no more children with no more nubbins for fingers. So and I sent to Andrea a video. Uh, what did you say? I said, don't send me no more TikTok videos of children with nubbins. For fingers, especially if his parents are not going to let him keep the nubbin. Do not call the nubbins, one. Um, two, I sent to Lindsay a video of a little baby on TikTok who had a sixth finger and his mother was going to get removed. And if you read the caption, she said that it runs in her family and they all have six fingers and they all got them removed. So that was like part of his rite of passage. So it wasn't her just being inhumane. And I'm imagine being in elementary school with six fingers. He going to the circus. And that, not like you got to live there. But like, we're going and we're going to make some coin off this six fingers, sir. We're going to put like a little hat on it. I don't know, maybe some makeup, face paint it. But you are but the going- The face is not functional. Doesn't matter. You're going to the Universal Circus, friend. And you get to come home after. And I'll be there with you all day. I'm going to capitalize off this figure. But if the whole family, it's a whole family of six fingers, I'm trying to figure out how that happens. I couldn't have been the matriarch because once I noticed the six fingers, everybody's keeping it. We're going on tour. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like what? 
are y'all inbreeding? Like, why does everyone have six fingers? I need to look into that. I don't know. And that's a good question. But like, you know how it's a question you like, I want the answer, but I also absolutely don't, don't want the, right. the answer. But some stuff is super hereditary. So like, you know, you, like those birthmarks are hereditary. Somebody has like that gray, that gray hair birthmark, or they have like, you know, some disorders like Treacher Collins are hereditary. So maybe it's one of those things. Um, Oh, also speaking of fingers i pointed out that sanaa lathan has a club thumb and people were laughing and i did not point it out to make fun of her i just thought it was cool and people are bullies and somebody else's thumb is fucked up shout out to Brittany if she's listening to the podcast this week um somebody else has a fucked up thumb and she always sends me a picture of Megan fox. Thumb. yes Megan fox yes Megan fox but you know what i always say because like for me it's my tummy right I always say that the Lord gives you one or two things to keep you humble, because if you were all together, you wouldn't act right. Right. And it's got to be something that you can look at in the mirror and be like, maybe I should shut the fuck up sometimes. And I think that thumb is what Megan Fox got, because you shouldn't even look that hot. There's no reason you should look like that as a white woman. And you should have started aging by now. And you didn't. So the, Lord gave, you, the Lord gave you that thumb, because obviously you are a vampire, magic witch lady, and you're always going to look like that. So the Lord gave you a wonky thumb. And you know what? I think that's hilarious. Um, yeah, same with Sonali thing. Like, there's no reason for you to be this fine. So I'm gonna give you a thumb and you like to bite people, and that's just what God's gonna do for you. You know what? I've been thinking about the Sonali thing bite for several months at this point, double digit months. And if I did drugs and my like drug thing was biting people, can't say I wouldn't be Beyonce. Can't say so I wouldn't you're have. Hmm. I don't think I would have bit Beyonce because biting is pain. Now, if she would have licked Beyonce a little bit more on the not consensual kind of thing, but I mean, also non-consensually mouthing anybody, that's crazy. That has fact. happened to me and it's not a good time. It's not, but not a, like not even a sexual lick, but maybe like if I'm just like licking Beyonce. I, I think non-consensually putting your mouth on somebody and it's not sexual is worse like not even trying to be funny because like you can't place it like when when somebody does it to you and it's it's terrifying it's awful somebody does it and you know the intentions are sexual it's like yes this person is a creep and they are terrifying i know where it's coming from if you just on some like i would like to eat you like is this cannibalism are you tasting a person what's the deal Uh, uh, uh-uh mm-mm I take my assault the regular way, please. I want the regular intentions. The right re- that just whatever that is. Mm-mm. No. Understood. Um, so what is your joke of the week, ma'am? My joke of the week is how quickly a bitch like me can get up out of a situation. Let me tell you something. I am a mover and a shaker. I was in a meeting at work. We have a white woman on our team who I'm not a fan of. And not because she's a white woman, but that doesn't help. And we were in a meeting. And she was talking about the people who work like two, I guess, steps under us in the organizational chain, right? Two or three steps under us in the organizational chain. So she are the, she's these people's boss, as we all are. And these people who do this job are usually like in the between the ages of like 18 and 24, right? So they're really young. And she says something, something, something. I've gotten four PTO requests. It seems like nobody understands the urgency of the work. Everybody wants to take off work. Then she says the phrase, 
I'd hate to be a slave driver about it. But they just don't get it and they need to do their work. So a couple of things happened. When she said slave driver, everybody in the room looked at me, which we need to unpack it. We need to unpack that the words, because like either the word slave was said and it was just easy for you to look in my direction. Like when you was in school with white people and the word nigga came up in the history book. Like when you read To Kill a Mockingbird and they say nigga and right. everybody look at you. Everybody turn and look at you. It was that feeling or they were just looking for my response. Either way, it was uncomfortable. So after it was said, I let her finish pontificating about whatever it is that she was talking about. And the person who was running the meeting started trying to talk. I said, if I could interject. I said, first of all, I want to save my least, imp- I want to do my least important point first. First of all, these people are in between 18 and 24 years old. They don't give a fuck about this work. They friends are on spring break. They don't give a shit about this work, even if it is important to them, even if they are politically sound baby geniuses, they don't give a shit about this work. They want to go shake their ass and drop it to the ground. That is what their plans are. So just deny the PTO request and keep it moving, but don't talk shit about them. Like they not doing what they supposed to be doing. The reason they're not bought into the work is because you're not buying them into the work. You're not making it important to them. And I said, second of all, my most important point, I said, I don't know what the fuck y'all think this is, but do not ever use the term slave in my presence for any reason ever. I mean, I said for, for no reason. I said, that shouldn't even be in your vocabulary. And it also means that you're saying it regularly when I'm not around, because that's just a part of your vocabulary. And I left, I walked out. My boss followed me. She's pretty much like, please don't quit. And I'm like, she needs to not ever speak to me again. You remember Step Brothers where she he was like, Dale better not get up in my face. Like it was that situ- situation. And when I say I immediately moved on, just accepted a job and I'm leaving and going back home to Atlanta where it's warm for the summer. No, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. no. So for Woo! me, what I love about a bitch like me is I know how to move on. And I know how to I know how to play chess, okay? Checkers is for four people. I know how to play chess. I'm out. Out this motherfucker talking about some slave driver. There's so many other words. And I know you know words, bitch, because I've seen you play Wordle. I see you do it every morning with your coffee. So you know words. I know you know words. I know you see my black ass sitting right here. Talking about some slave driver. No. Then my boss was like, do you want her to apologize to you? I surely do not. Nope. I don't. You better be glad I don't sue y'all. That's my joke of the week. New job, more pay. Who this? And back to Atlanta, and we're shaking ass all summer. I can't wait. Back to Atlanta, where I fucking belong. Let me explain something to you. Oh, remember the the dude um, who I was like, uh, to the guy who I was at the bar, and I told you to get your fucking feet out the aisle. I didn't realize how fine you was until yes. I had already said it. I saw him again. I saw oh, that's yeah. funny. I told you I live in a sitcom. That's hilarious that I ran into that person again. How was that? It was cool. Nothing came of it, but it was cool. I was like, did y'all kiss the mouth or is that? Oh, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. I am becoming increasingly more disgusted with men, which I didn't know was possible. Um, on a on a holistic basis, not a not a case by case basis, but I'm straight. I'm off that shit. Um we got a letter. My, I need to take an allergy pill. My throat is just going crazy. Um, we have a letter. I'm going to read it. Um, it's rather long. Actually, no, it's fine. Cool. So 
the title, the subject of this letter is new business. This says my name. I find it so funny that y'all give me names at the top of the, the letter. So I don't say y'all's real name. <laughs> because they know you by now. My name is, quote, Angela, end quote. So I am 24 years old and I work in the nonprofit sector. Gang, I can't wait to go back to nonprofit. I have my own 501c3 nonprofit org and just signed a deal to be executive director of another. Okay. I work full-time at a university, but I don't think I'm really happy with that. Although I assist in coordinated events for the black students on campus, I would rather coordinate my own events and do community service activities and mentoring full-time. Mel gives me hope because I, aw, because I want to blow up on social media with my nonprofit content. I still have a lot of work to do with consistency and themed videos. The last two years have been very rough on my mental health and stressful as well. I know I have to get my master's in order to continue on in the nonprofit sector. No, you don't. I find school very hard and demanding, especially if I have an eight-hour full-time job. Currently, I am on break and transferring schools. I was at an online school, but now I want to do it in person because of my time and how I and how I do work. I learned I am not responsible or motivated enough to do online learning. I need to be in person for school. My job offers tuition remission and my partners in the nonprofit sector wouldn't be able to offer me tuition remission. I just feel torn all the time. I feel like being self-employed and going to school would be better for me. However, I don't have the money to pay for school out of pocket and I don't have student loans for um, undergrad. I feel torn all the time because my job is very stressful and has made me very depressed over the last few years. On top of the pandemic, there are details I did not mention, but it is a toxic work environment too. I just want to take a risk and work for myself in the nonprofit sector while being in school. I prefer to be a graduate assistant to get tuition remission and work as a receptionist or something easy to pay for school while planning my own community events with my partnerships. I feel like I'm torn between betting on myself and making a smart decision. Whatever decision I make, I want to be happy with it, but not regret it in the future. I know I could succeed being self-employed. I'm just not so sure about the free schooling. Please let me know what you think. Big fan of the podcast. Listen to it every day. Y'all are so motiva motivating. I said motivating. Motivating and relatable, and I love it here, despite Mel's Delta slander, LMAO. Let me chill, because it was only four times. Damn, she counted. Wow, LOL. That's it. I need to step my game up. Love y'all and y'all are awesome. Never know a podcast could change my daily mood and make it positive during a dark time in my life. Bitch, why would you say that? That makes me very happy um, to hear that we bring that joy to you. Um, love you too. Um, secondly, I obviously need to talk shit about Delta's way more um, because what? Only four? I know it has to be more than that. Um, what was the, can you give me close notes because I have the attention span of a toenail. Uh, same. I just want to say about the nonprofit thing before I forget. No, you don't. You don't need a graduate degree to work in my nonprofit. You barely need an undergraduate degree to do nonprofit work. I don't know what uh, thread you're on, what track you're on with nonprofit work. I don't know if it's political. I don't know if it's social work. I don't know if it's research, charity. I don't know what the fuck you got going on. You don't need a graduate degree to do that. It's plenty of people running nonprofits successfully that barely went to class and barely made it out of school if they made it out of school at all. So please do not limit yourself in that way. Don't think that you have to follow a specific path to get somewhere. I have nobody's master's degree and have worked at three nonprofits very successfully. So you don't need that shit. Yeah. Um as far as even the, the social content, just make it bitch. Just 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 set your tripod up, get you something to edit that shit with and make it just make it honestly because i was making them stupid ass voiceover shits trying to make them shape for a long time and then you know once you make something that's original that can't nobody else do but you 
that's when you find your thing for real um and then also what you said if that job at that university or whatever your nine to five is figure out something else to do even if it's temporary if something is driving you fucking bananas if it's driving you insane figure out something else to do you could be a fucking virtual personal assistant i didn't even know that was a real thing you could do that shit it's not hard it's the nigga on tiktok he figured out how to make butter and sold it to people i feel like butter's pretty easy but he figured out how to make butter and now that's his business he started that shit like five months ago. There's something on TikTok for literally fucking everybody. You know what I saw on TikTok? I didn't know the thing. When people have cancer in their leg, they cut off. They cut off the the shin, so from under the knee to the ankle, and then sew the foot on backwards to the knee, or what the knee was. So they have like one half leg with a backwards foot, and then when they put on the prosthetic. The ankle and the heel acts as the knee. That's hilarious. And also, science is a miracle. And I know that that shouldn't be funny, but it is. It, no, it's, it's the most ridiculous what? shit I've ever seen. Sick son of a bitch figured that out. That's what I'm thinking. Like, where you high, you like, you know what we can do? Sew the ankle on backwards to that bitch. Like, what the fuck? Mm. What's the crazy shit you saw on TikTok this week? Crazy shit. Mm, let me look, because I have 18 folders that I, I separate everything into. So hold on one second. Let me look. I obviously need to start doing that. My shit is just like babies, couples, mm-hmm. hair, quick weaves. I have a folder that's called the what the, are you fucking kidding me folder. That's what I'm looking at. Hold on. Mm. So organized. Sometimes I just send stuff to you or Dwayne or Alexis just to keep my shit organized. Saturday. So I don't lose it. So one of the things that I learned, which I kind of already knew, and I did this just because that's how you're supposed to do it, but I didn't know the reason. Apparently, like, weevils will get into, like, flour, like, bags of flour, and just, yes. like, you you will be using, like, a big-ass bag of flour and not know it's a gang of bugs at the bottom, which is also crazy. And then also, did you know you're supposed to drain your car doors? What the fuck do you mean drain? I know by the weevils, my mom keeps stuff in the refrigerator and plastic stuff for that reason. What do you mean drain your car doors? So there's a... If you open your car door, sometimes on all four doors in the car, sometimes it's just the front two, there is a little plug. Like, you know how you stop the sink up? Yes. There's a little plug inside of your door. Pull it out. Rainwater comes out. Your doors collect rainwater, which is sometimes why they feel so heavy. I'm I'm looking at the video now. This is the most sick. What? Oh, that thing. Yep. How does the water get in there? Baby. Oh, from the I'm window. A car rain scientist to you? I don't know. But that shit had me astounded. I was like, what? And then you know what I don't like about the internet is that every other fucking week, I find a new thing that I'm supposed to be cleaning that I haven't been cleaning. Yes. I, I saw something about like cleaning some shit. It's like the, the inside of the oven or some, some shit that was like, who even knew to clean this? Well, I know you're supposed to pop the hood on the stove. I be doing that when I deep clean. But the rest of that shit, they be like, here, go behind the dryer. Use your drill. Unscrew this thing. It's just going to have to not work right. I've been seeing that dude clean people's houses. And I don't want to call him, but like, don't make a TikTok of my house. They're going to know it's my house. I seen the ice in the dishwasher shit. That was crazy. Not dishwasher, the ice in the garbage disposal. That shit is crazy. Oh, to clean the garbage disposal? I think I did know about that one. Girl, we off topic. Um, yeah, sorry. So Elon Musk is buying Twitter. 
Um, which, you know, all the black people, excuse me, that have worked at Tesla say that they be getting called monkeys and niggers and porch dwellers and all types of shit at work. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what Twitter is about to be like. Um, when Elon buys it also like Elon Musk sounds like if you just pick two like words out of a hat and then like name a person that's what that sounds like like name mad libs it's not real does it say all the rich people seem like they have made up names right you think they're fucking with us you think their names are really like David Smith and they're like I'm going with Zuckerberg do you think that that's what's happening behind our back yes and no and it also proves like that you can pronounce Sharquita you know what I'm saying like all these stupid ass names these rich white billionaires have. Is it Bezos or Bezos? I I say Bezos, almost like Bezos, like kisses in Spanish. So I mean, it don't matter. This man owns everything. Who cares? And they be ugly. Oh, they be ugly. Mm. <laughs> they be so ugly. <laughs> Elon Musk is so goddamn ugly. He he looks like a purge mask. He's so ugly that money don't make him cuter because I have a concept of what billions of dollars looks like in my mind. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know what? It ain't many people that billions of dollars can't make a jump. Don't make a jump with Elon. You can keep- So, okay, between Elon, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Bezos, and Bill Gates, who you let him be? Okay, so listen, is this like, I'm doing it so I can like murder this person and redistribute the wealth. Or if this, is this just like I'm doing it just because, like for my own personal gain? Is this a redistribute wealth situation or is this just for me? Personal gain for them to ejaculate in my body or like on it or just like. In well, a- no, I'm saying no. I'm, I'm saying the nut has to go. Anywhere. I'm just saying like for them oh. to actually receive pleasure. Uh she who you said bezos elon musk zuckerberg and bill gates and he did no that's the other one that's uh that's the other one um probably bezos because he seems like he's just so criminally like horny that like you could get him to do anything Like, he seems just so hard up for a fucking good time that, like, it'll just be easy to manipulate him, you know? I feel like there are pretty super villainous, but I feel like Bill Gates is hiding something, so I'm not even going to put him in, like, oh, he's not that bad, no. I feel like Zuckerberg, who is also evil, is the least super villain of the the four. He is the most super villain of the four, in my opinion, uh, and he doesn't even seem like a real person. I think he just sits in. A you know what? He's an incel for sure, though. He's an incel, and I don't care what anybody says. Every time I bring it up, people say I'm making too big of a deal out of it. He did that video in his office where he had that random bottle of barbecue sauce on the shelf in the background, trying to prove to us that he was a human. And I didn't appreciate that because why did you think that we needed? Did you think that that was going to convince us that you were a human? That you had a loose bottle of barbecue sauce in your office in your zillion dollar home, Mark? No thanks. I think I like Mark Zuckerberg because I liked the social network. And not that I liked his character or who he is as a person, but I just like Jesse Eisenberg. Because I have like I have like a weird, you know, when I, with my taste, like I have different categories. I like, okay, obviously like the light skin niggas, but I like the dark skin pretty niggas. I like the, the artsy fartsy niggas. But there's like a small subcategory of white nerdy niggas that I be liking. 
the the white the one. that I be liking. I don't really like white men, but the white dudes that I be liking be like the soccer body, like athletic, like the Beckhams, the bended like Beckhams. Yeah, the bended like Beckham, Beckhams. That's my vibe. I like the nerdy ones, and I obviously like like the Chris Evans superhero. Oh, movie. speaking of real time, Twitter accepted Elon Musk's bid. It's his now. Just now. Yeah, this happened like an hour ago. Oh, it said just now on my phone. Maybe I'm behind. Maybe I'm in another time zone. But it said just now. Yeah, we're recording this on time this week, so this may be old news by the time you hear it. But you know what? This is happening. We're getting called niggers. I'm just letting you know with the hard R, hard ER is what's about to happen. Hate speech. I think Donald Trump is coming back to Twitter. Um, Probably going to be all sorts of Confederate stuff happening on Twitter. Proud Boys, all of them. They're going to be living their life like it's golden. Which means, you know what? I think that if platforms are opening back up to allow people to be hateful and terrible, that jobs should stop doing social media checks. And honestly, if I want to talk about my booty hole, I should be able to do that. Because where else can I talk about my booty hole if not on Twitter? And it's my booty hole. I'm not saying my booty hole is sponsored by Walmart where I work. No, this is my booty hole. Right, but um, that is very sad that this is happening. Um... In your opinion, what's the most significant thing to happen to or on the internet? That's just such a broad ass question. Um, um, like biggest internet moment? Like, okay. It doesn't have to be that, moment. It doesn't have to be, it can be a moment, but it doesn't have to be moment. I'm saying like, in what context? Like, okay, we talk about Osama Bin Laden getting killed. We talk about- I I said it broadly on purpose because I think the, the, what's the word that I'm looking for? The trajectory of the internet is such a crazy thing. And I hate to do my eyes all cockeyed like that, but that's how I feel about it. Just like the internet. I'm like, I'm a pre-internet baby. Like I remember life before it. And so to see what has happened, damn, I'm old. To see what has happened, you know what I'm saying? From- the internet being like a thing that people really didn't even want to fuck with, that they were confused about, that they didn't want to like yeah. involve themselves into like, you don't live life without the internet now, unless, I don't know, you are a fucking ginseng farmer in Virginia somewhere. But besides you're that, Amish. huh? Uh, if you're Amish, um, I'm trying to think like, you know, of course, pre-internet. And then there was also internet, but not like so much social media days, like the, you know, like the middle school, high school shit was happening in the internet was then the Google and Wikipedia and stuff. But like Twitter's such a real time kind of place where you see so many people's thoughts and whatever in real fucking time. Um, so I will say pre-social media, like two girls, one cup. Mm-mm. The sex tape era. Mm-mm. The Kim K, the the Paris Hilton, all that shit was big on the internet. Um, you said you think, you know, the the Janet Jackson titty invented YouTube. You think yeah. That's the craziest shit ever. Yeah, that was that's that's crazy. We saw that in real time again. Osama bin Laden get murdered. We saw that shit hit the timeline. Oh, that nigga dead. Oh, the fucking Drake Myron's room covers. All them fucking remixes was huge. You think of you know the Beyonce album drop. You think of most recently the Oscar slap or when Kanye interrupted Taylor Swift. Um, I think that that was one of the foremost pop culture. Just like if you're looking at every, all of the people involved, like that was, and that was a wild night, period. But yeah, like, because the little mama shit happened too. Right. But that was one of the foremost pop culture 
crazy like moments that I had seen ever. I remember exactly where I was. Me and my dad watched the VMAs, and we were like, "What the fuck is going on?" But you know what? This is this shows that like I don't think that famous people be having at least whoever their real friends around or like I think they bring their real friends up with them and as the person gets more influence they stop telling them that hey bruh like relax because like you've met me right maybe I'll be famous one day if you saw me on a red carpet with a bottle of Hennessy and Amber Rose what do you think is happening with the rest of the night for me for tally yeah maybe i'll sit the fuck down somewhere is what people should be telling me to do and this is before we even knew amber rose had a voice so this one so at the time it wasn't like oh he gonna hear with amber rose. it was just like oh kind of girlfriend right. so i will say that wasn't you know him being with amber wasn't like a thing it was just like oh he with that bitch who be dressing right the bald head girl right who and i feel like one day y'all are gonna apologize to amber rose the bitch is iconic Y'all need to apologize to Amber Rose because she paved the way for all of you hoes making money off of y'all being sexy on the internet. A bunch of girls participated in that, but definitely Amber set that up for y'all. So say thank you. Um, but I'm saying like somebody in his circle, no matter how famous you get, you should have somebody in your circle to be like, hey, I saw you showed up to this event with a half drunk bottle of Hennessy and a bad bitch and your shirt is unbuttoned. You want some water? And the other thing is even with friends, like, okay, even with you, if you're drinking or you're doing something, is Tally going to listen to me? No, she's not fucking going to listen to me. So I may as well save my breath. So you think you're going to tell Kanye in 2009 to suck down? No. So that's why you just let him be. The same way you let your friends, if you, if you know your friend's going to suck that man dick in that party, she don't know, you know she's going to do it. You tell her not to do it, ain't going to stop her from doing it. So just... But you know what? I've never experienced nothing quite that salacious with a friend, but I tell you where I'm not going and who I'm not going with. I'm not going nowhere with you. No more. You second dick in the party. Me? What I do? Oh, you talking about just in general? Just in general. You second dick in the party? Me and you? We're done here. Okay? You know where me and you can go? It's the church. Because we're not going out. Because you don't know how to act. Um... But what are some other good moments you just think the, about? Like, no, the thing for me with the internet, and it's more broad for me, is like the fact that you get to create an internet presence is a really weird thing. Like, I don't think we consider it weird anymore. It was almost instant that people accepted, like, I can be this person in real life with my family and at home, and I can literally be a completely different human being, and nobody's going to check me about it for real on the internet. Yeah. That's insane to me. That's, That's crazy. That, like, for example, I look at my Instagram sometimes. For the most part, I tend to be dressed up really sexy, really cute on the internet. And this is a very, like, basal level of what I'm talking about. But, like, you look at my Instagram, you be like, dang. You know, like, she's a nice-looking lady. I'm wearing a floor-length wearable blanket right now. And if you were to look at me on the internet, you wouldn't know that that was a part of who I was. Or, for example, Twitter, hate men, which is true. They're disgusting. You have to personally know me to know that I'm a lover girl and I really be loving people and that I'm very romantic and that there are men in this world that I would lay down on a train track for if I had to. But you have to know me personally to know that. You lost me the last one, but I understand. I get it. Whatever. I'm working on Train track? Stand up. I didn't say I knew a train was coming. This is more for appearances. This is This is more for like dramatics. I may check the train schedules ahead of time to make sure one is not coming. 
but you're gonna get your ass down in the rocks and that steel and lay on there and that's the problem we, look, we not doing what you just like this look and i'm gonna be the one hey make the train come earlier today so this bitch can run over and learn her goddamn lesson but i'm saying like you could be a totally different bitch on the internet and nobody yeah. knows and it's people their whole lives are this the best the best thing i can equate it to is the whiz i don't like the traditional wizard of oz it's not my jam but the whiz like all of these things are being said about the whiz and who he was he's the way that he is this just a nigga in a twin bed behind a mask on cocaine on cocaine that's cr- well not that it's not uh in canon that he's on cocaine in the movie but i get what you're saying um but yes so that's just that's just really crazy to me that that's a thing that you can do like not satisfied with real life and that's the thing and that's the other part like everyone has these internet they be capping you know what i'm saying like for me i'm the same person on and offline because i'm i I can only be myself right but these people can pretend to be relevant they can pretend to be attractive you can catfish you can you know or even with the relationship talks oh i never my bitch blah 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 no one like who who are you talking about or even the sex talk who's having sex well you know what? people are getting sex which is beyond me but just the people the way people talk to people or they know that there are no repercussions that's why you have Nicki minaj fans in fucking guam tell you to kill yourself because they know nothing can happen you know i can't find your ip address you know we'll never run into each other like that's the sickness about that shit yeah and like people be like the internet is not a real place, which I don't think is necessarily true. I get what they're saying, but the internet is absolutely a real place that is almost like a second world. Like it's it's almost like you have to manage two lives. Yeah. Even if you don't really have an internet presence, even if you're not really into social media, which people say, and I think just shut the fuck up. Shut you up. Everyone, be, you're all participating in it. Yeah, you might not be good at social media, but you're into it because you want to know what's going on. But you it's like you're managing two lives. Which I think and also with that, because when you share, I share what I want to share. I'm not sharing what I have for lunch. I'm not sharing, oh, my pinky toenails black today. Like, you know, you just share what you want, but then people will take the little bit that, that you've given them. And now they know you. Like now that I've had a, a way more followers, which is like, I'm still adjusting to, I can't even play like I used to. Like, I'm, you know, I, I play around, I lived in Brooklyn for a summer. So now I was like, oh, I'm back home. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And people are like, I knew you were from Brooklyn. I knew, see, you, you gave me New York. But I'm just like, actually i'm not not from new york i'm just i just live there and i'm just right. but i was like this is canon now right and because people don't know you this is what you know they just know what you tell them and they can create their own narratives off of those three sentences that you gave them and then it's the thing where like you don't want to like constantly be whether no matter what your internet presence is be filling in holes like i don't owe anybody like detail or like to plug in missing pieces for you. And that's why like, we're gonna talk later about parasocial relationships. Like you'll be thinking, you know, folks on the internet and it's like, you know, this person's avatar that they've created. You know, this person's life that they've created for themselves to be able to present to other people. Like it's shit about me that's never going on the internet. Not cause I'm shame. It's just nobody's fucking business. Like mm-hmm. it'll be people that like, will be like, oh, like I'll say it in conversation. And they'll be like, oh, I didn't. Cause I went to Alabama state before I went to Georgia state. And they'll be like, Oh, I didn't know you went to Alabama State. Not your fucking business. It's not yeah. your fucking business that I went to Alabama State. Not that it's a secret. It's just not for you. You know, it's just I, what, 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 who, who cares? Who gives a like fuck? People be having their own files on you and trying to like, wait a minute, that's not. That's I learned that men 
let's get weird. I've learned that men, when they like you, and you have an internet presence, will gather dossiers and like details and put them in their notes app on their phone about you. So like things that you tweet, say if you have a, a platform, good on TikTok, podcast, whatever the fuck, they will take details. Sometimes if you are interested in the person or you already know them and they say something like that, it doesn't necessarily bother you because I talk to you outside of like my internet presence, right? But sometimes dudes will learn shit about you from the internet and bring it up to you because they've written it down or they've remembered it in their room. Even with that, like also, like, oh, I didn't know you did, blah, blah, blah. There's like a sense of entitlement. And I complain about this all the time, but on TikTok, again, I am nobody's June Ambrose. My outfits are all from Sheena Ross, right? Stop asking people, unless unless I'm one of the fashion girls and that's what my job is to influence and give me whatever. I have on a plain black camisole. Why are you bar- barraging me? Wait, no, why is there a barrage of comments in my comment section about where my shirt is from? It's a fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's the most basic shit. Oh girl, where's the outfit from? Or even if I say, hey, my outfit's from here. Where'd you get that from? It's, it's the most annoying shit. Or like you'll say, here's, I'm, you know, I went up, I woke up, I brushed my teeth. Hey, can we get a tutorial on the teeth brushing? And maybe that's just a TikTok generation because they've had so many influencers. So they're just so used to people just giving information. Because back in my day, we had to figure it the fuck out. I think, and you know what? I never like thought I would get old. I didn't. And for many reasons. But I never thought I would get old enough to see like, because like I remember like the generation before us being irritated about like certain things that we did and how we moved. And now kind of like, seeing these kids well, that's that's kind of like condescending but seeing these people like come up it's like no like like whatever it is no that's one of the reasons that like I'm not like a super fan of like doing TikToks one because even if we look at like social media the difference between like how it was when we were coming up and how it is now there was no fucking algorithm that we knew of or care about cared about on any of the social media it's just that hey i had an avocado and turkey sandwich today i want to share it with people that have followed me on this platform so i'm gonna do it that was the extent of it like it was just literally like presenting parts of your lives to people now it's that i gotta post three four five six times a day for this algorithm to recognize that i'm a person and to show this to other people or if my friend decides in the middle of the night that they want to like every single video on my page, now I'm shadow banned because a robot said so. That's crazy. That shit, and you really got to play the game. And then the young kids that, oh, I sound so old. The young people that are coming up, that's their norm. They didn't know like social media where it was like, oh, I'm about to shake the room because I'm going to change my top eight. That was as scandalous as it got. Yep. You know, like that, that was a scandal of the guy, but now it's like, everything is monetized. Everything is a business and everything is transactional. How can I, how can I, how can I, how can I, how can I get? How can I monetize this? How can I monetize that? And even me, like, luckily all I'm doing is, it just takes me 20 minutes to make a funny video. I chop and screw it and boom, that's it. But golly, everything's like, oh, you know what? I'm good at eyebrows. Now it's brows by Britney. Like, golly, does everybody need a damn shit? Can you just enjoy some shit? But see, that's the thing. Like, I tried a couple of years ago to do, like, meal prep and catering for people. 
And I realize why folks are so miserable. It's because they're taking things that they truly enjoy and sucking the life out of it to monetize it. And now they don't love it anymore. Yep. So it's the same, and then just because you monetize it and you don't love it anymore, doesn't mean you're not good at it anymore. So you're still really good at this thing that you now no longer want to do because you've tried to do it for money as a main source of income. And now you're just sitting here looking stupid. Because like for me, I love to cook. The couple of times that I had to meal prep for people and like actually package it and put it together and take this people. Exhausting. This shit is exhausting. And people want to know, can I make this recipe that has been passed down in my family for several generations, but you want me to make it vegan? No. 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 Are you crazy? If you are vegan, you don't deserve good hearty shit. Eat your vegetables and leave us alone. You don't, I don't want you to have make no jackfruit neck bones, bitch. No, you don't get none. Eat your leaves and shut the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. I'm so tired of niggas. Did you see the girl buying fake bones and then wrapping fucking leaf shit around the fake bones to make fried chicken? I you don't get fried chicken. There's a tick. So the way that I enjoy TikTok and other social media, I just let the internet guide me. And there's always something that makes me be like, that's enough for the evening. And that lady wrapping that cabbage or whatever it was around <laughs> that fake bone. I said, oh yeah, we're, it might've been like six o'clock in the evening. I was like, oh yeah, that's enough internet. We're done. You just don't get no chicken, baby girl. You had that's a sacrifice you made when you decided to be vegan. Stand up. And vegans think they are better than every goddamn body. Everybody. Baby, we had to eat animals. We wouldn't have evolved. We wouldn't have made it to 2022 if we eat some animals. We're gonna eat them. And now you falling off the bone because you don't have no protein. Okay, listen. Back to the Elon Musk course. So if you was a coked up billionaire and you got to buy something, be it a platform, be it a building, what are you buying? What are you doing? I got to figure out a way to get rid of men. You and I need to become billionaires and do it <laughs> together because. That I, that's my plan. I have to get a way to get rid of men. And not all of them because we need, you know, we need dick and kids and shit. Sure. But I'm going to bet. I'm betting Twitters. I'm betting exes. I'm betting all the bad niggas getting put in. Now, I don't want to say schmash and schmash and schmash, but they no, getting put pick a flyover state and then just put them all in that state. So put all them niggas in fucking Wyoming and they got to figure it the fuck out. You Wyoming, can't come with us. Only good men are going to be able to be free. And you could always go to Wyoming. And it ain't like just because you didn't go the first time, you ain't going to go now. You could always go. You can go to Wyoming. You're not going to be in change because you can't leave Wyoming. You're going to have to stay here. And I'm going to just leave the pick-me's there with them. So they're going to be in one. Maybe I'll do like two, three states that can have a little bit more, you know, breathing room. Actually, no, fuck them. So it's just going to be the pick-me's and the bad men, which is most of them, in Wyoming. And y'all say right the fuck there. Y'all can't go nowhere. I'm going to buy my way into presidency like like Trump did. And then that's my first order of business. And then my second order is going to be making so-ins $45 again. Okay. So mine's a little different, but we're on the same page. So if I was a coked up billionaire, I would buy all of the malls that are like abandoned right mm. now because of online shopping. And that would make it into free housing for the homeless. Oh, were you thinking about, I thought we were talking doing like ridiculous shit, not stuff no, that actually- No, 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 that, that too. But I want you to know my second part of my plan was very much identical to what you said, getting rid of niggas. Well, now I seem like an asshole. I thought we were supposed to be ridiculous. No, it could, it could be anything. Oh, in that case, I would have ended war, hunger, and um, homelessness and shit. Okay. Easily. 
Yeah, but getting rid of niggas is my second order of business. Absolutely. Yeah, like they're, they're gone. It's hilarious that every time like I, I meet a man, and it doesn't have to be romantic, just in general, we get to talking and I tell them that I don't enjoy men as an institution. Like I generally can't stand y'all like as an organization. They get really upset and they start like sweating and stuff. And I find that so funny. And then but you we, know, the men who are actually worth the damn don't, aren't faced by that. Yeah, they're like, I get it. And then we move on. Exactly. So the men who sweat and be like, why? And I don't want daughters. The fuck niggas who think they're good dudes, the Lawrence's of the world, they're like, I saw a tweet today. It was like, well, women who say, you know, when we we bring up, no, women bring up their dads, what they want in a party, but as soon as a man does it, it's wrong. Like, no, your mother was a slave. Your mother was a mule. You don't know how to wipe your ass. Our daddies told us right from wrong and helped us and, and built us up and told us we were, you know, actual humans and maybe put some gas in our car. Those are not the same. And see, people say that boys are easier to raise. Your sons are easier to raise because you're not raising them. Because you're not raising them. Because you are harboring a little terrorist in your home and you let them do whatever the fuck they want to do. And because you don't have any, especially these women, I'm sorry, because you don't have any understanding of how to interact with men and you think men got the sun shining out of their ass all around you raise yep. a little hellion and then you're like boys it's so much easier like he is a foul-mouthed lunatic who has boo-boo in his ass crack like and then also like did you see the man who named both twin boys after himself and he's like i wanted both of them to be juniors blah 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 like do why do you niggas think y'all are king henry the eighth you work at the amazon warehouse what legacy are you leaving that you have to have these sons one while you're kicking and screaming at the gender reveal for not having a boy and two you have two juniors what legacy are you so pressed to leave hmm? you know what don't invite me to your gender reveals okay i'll find out when the child tells me what their gender is okay just leave it alone you can have like i'm gonna have a debut for my child we're gonna have a little pre-screening party everybody can come and see the sonograms but everybody's gonna be upset with me when multicolored confetti comes out of the bubbles out of the out of the balloons because having a gender reveal i'm not i've never been to one because it's like do i bring gifts do i just come to eat the cake what do we what do we do at gender first reveal? of all you should have your gender reveal when you have your baby shower if you're gonna do a gender reveal, stop making people come to multiple parties for multiple kids. First of all, exactly. you're on your fourth baby, you're getting a sprinkle at best. And that's only if the baby- Oh is- no, I'm showering every baby, sorry. No, I mean, I get it. But baby one, if I got you a car seat, where- Oh yeah, that, that, that's fine. I, I do want to celebrate each pregnancy. You ain't gotta buy me a, a, a baby white warmer because my kid is probably gonna be close anyway. So you ain't got to buy me the basics every fucking time. But, you know, I want little Jehoshaphat to have something nice. First of all, stop it. No. Stop it. I was just I was just thinking, I don't want to, you know, reveal my real baby names. Um, You done pissed me off with Jehoshaphat. Why would I name the baby Jehoshaphat? Why would you name the baby Jehoshaphat? Do you think that's outside of the realm of your possibility? Yes, I have taste. Anyway, carefully curated my children's names and I'm only missing one. I have four baby names because I want four children, two boys and two girls. I'm sure it's not going to happen that way. You but, starting a band? Huh? You starting a band? 
I would like for everyone to have a buddy at the theme park when they ride roller coasters. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to take my children to the theme park and I'm going to sew little like air tags into their clothes so I know where they're at at all times and I'm going to write my name and number on their tags of their clothing. Ugh, I can't wait. Mm, I'm going to be such a good mom. What? Okay. Why is that what you're looking forward to? Not like, oh, they're going to ride the rides and be a princess. Children get most kidnapped at amusement parks and carnivals and my children are going to be adorable so there's going to be prime picking for the predators. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to make sure that my children are findable. So we're going to sew your little air tag into your pocket, write my name and number on the inside of your clothes. And I learned on TikTok that if your child goes missing, child, don't shout out their name, shout out what they were wearing and make sure all of your children are wearing similar color schemes. So you can just shout it out and you don't have to remember what kid had on what. Because you know, everybody in your clan had on green shirt and khakis. Oh yeah, I'm definitely coming matching outfits for everything anyway. We're going to have t-shirts. Um, and I know my kids are also going to be very adorable and, you know, very perfect. And they're going to be small, so they're going to be easy to snatch. Oh, but they're going to be fun size. <laughs> they are. But they're going to be so fucking annoying. They're going to drop them niggas back off. I know it. I Like, having two asshole parents and being a child is going to be quite terrible. Because I know I was an asshole kid. And I'm sure Dwayne was an asshole kid too because it's asshole now. That kid is going to be unbearable. They're going to be like, get this little red motherfucker out my van. I I have always told my little brother, which is what I'm going to tell my kids. If somebody ever tries to ask you to go somewhere with them or they'd be like, if you don't get in the car, I'm going to kill you. Pull their car. Tell them right now. You're going to have to kill me right here, my boy, on Glenwood, because I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going. Right on the 25 exit, baby. Because you're going to kill me, do it right here. Let's get into and it. Let me see the candy. I don't see no candy. I'm not I don't going. see no candy and I'm not going. So if you're going to kill Where me. Where the puppies? I don't hear no puppies. Puppies make noise. We got puppies at my house, so I'm straight. We got puppies and candy. The candy I like. You probably got blue earheads. I like reds. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat home. candy corn. No, you got black licorice. I'm not coming. No, bye. But um, I think we already kind of touched on the influence of the internet on reality and culture norms. So let's talk about these Stallion, okay? Because I am so sick of you hard R's on the internet and you know what i know how gaslighting works i know how abuse works y'all want to prove it was proof proof didn't work you want something else that didn't work you want to say she wasn't crying and there were no tears that didn't work you want to say cbs made up the text messages from kelsey saying that tori shot or they say oh she ain't saying they slept together or not what does that have to do and if they are sleeping together or they weren't which doesn't fucking matter that would be all the more reason why he would have shot her and that would make it worse yeah but see this is what this is what and this is why i can't stand like men as an organization and i can't even say just men because you hoes is on the internet doing it no i can't wait to sacrifice them bitches first honestly because y'all are like oh well why she and why she didn't say and why she did blah 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 blah. it hasn't did she shoot herself did she shoot herself no no so and what did she gain from this? She has not gained a goddamn thing because she's been getting nothing but harassed. You're calling her a man, saying her Grammys are fake. What? Or like she needs something for Tori. She's way bigger than Tori. And Tori was a C-plus artist at best. All he was doing was taking older songs that we already had an attachment to, zhuzhing them up, barely, a little bit, and repackaging them. and giving, With autotune. With autotune and giving them to us. 
he had no level of stardom to speak of. And the only reason he is as popular, I would say this has benefited Tori more than it has benefited. Absolutely. Megan. People are, are just to be contrarian, supporting him just to spite Megan. And he only got more popular, honestly, in quarantine because he was doing them fucking live with bitches on their coochie holes on there. Right. Oh, quarantine, demon town, blah, blah, blah. That's his biggest contribution to pop culture. Because you know what? I have never been in a car with a nigga and he was like, you know what I'm about to play? That new Tory Lanez. It has never happened. So don't sit here and play in my face that you all of a sudden just a Tory Lanez fan and you always have been. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Now, if Future has shot Meg, I'd be like, okay, these niggas was listening to that nigga before this happened. It's like, fair. That's fair. Y'all was riding for this lunatic before this went down. But Daystar? This nigga is named after a fucking dialysis center. Y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy. It's just don't make no sense. I'm just tired. Honestly, I will follow everybody because I really, I don't know what it is about this particular situation that I really just feel so attached to and I really don't play about it because like, stop playing with fucking me. I block people about this shit. Like, that at, I at the end of the day, like, is the internet tries to make everything seem funny or make everything seem not as serious as it is. Think about it. If these people were not famous and this is just some shit that you saw happening on the block. That man shot at a woman in malice. And then, according to the interview, offered her money. It didn't even check to see if she was okay. Offered her money not to say anything. And then- It said dance, bitch. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It was ill intended. Not, well, shooting anyone is ill intended, but you put some more ugly on top of it. Then when you did what you did, offered her money not to say anything, the police show up, she lied for you, for everybody around, because she didn't want the situation to escalate because she's smart enough to know- that the police showing up somewhere often escalates the situation and people die. Now he'll kill all of us. Because even, like, honestly, kill this nigga. But I could probably get shot too because here I am as a 5'10 black woman. Right. A 5'10 not light-skinned black woman. Right. And these cops don't know I'm famous. They know that we do in violence outside of Kylie Jenner's house. That's all they know. Mm-hmm. And where the fuck has Kylie been with this whole situation? And you know what, Kylie... Um, you dusty and you've been dusty the whole time because the least you could have done was said something. And she did, I don't remember what she did, but she posted something petty or sketchy after it happened. And I don't recall exactly what it was, but I'm not a fan. And you know what? Had he shot Kylie, he would have been, he still, he'd be in jail. He would have never seen a lot of day again. It, it would never have been nothing on the internet because black people, black men would have been like, man, that's crazy. I can't believe he shot Kylie, you know, but that's, that's, that's unacceptable. You would have went up for Kylie. Hmm. No, but it's one of us. It's, you know, they probably try to, oh, she's a white woman in Lila. Everybody in line on y'all. And that's really the biggest thing. Everybody's not, I have had to exist in, with men on earth for 27 years longer than I wanted to. Everybody in line on y'all. Y'all are some bad people. And it's so, it's okay. I hate when y'all want to put a black, but y'all don't support a black, but Y'all are terrible too. Everybody's terrible. Everybody's bad. I just, I'm tired. I'm so tired. Um, but yeah, that situation really is just like super triggering for me because I just feel like it can be any of us. If the biggest rap bitch ever at the at the time or whatever, or the up and coming biggest rap bitch, or whatever, can get shot and nobody can, don't nobody give up. If I get shot to Cap County, oh, we just fuck man. You know what I'm saying? So it's just so scary to me. So scary. Not um it's scary, it's just like you get tired, like bitterness is exhausting you get tired like because like i want to just be like i know if something happens to me that like 
which is a surety that I feel like black men have. Even if we talk shit about them on the internet, whatever, I feel black men know that black women are going to bat for them. They do. I don't feel comfortable that if anything ever happened to me that the black men near me are going to protect me. Even what happened with Lauren, she's not on the show no more, but I watched that video. No man in that video, you said that shit too. No man in that video stood up for her. Nobody stood up, said shit, did shit. Niggas like, oh, they don't want to show this part. Oh, y'all trying to tell Black King down. That nigga's terrible. He was in her face, leaning into her ear and shit. And granted, like, she's handling that situation however she's handling it. This is no comment on whatever she got going on or how she's handling the situation. But the video, look, even if I did not know her, looking at it from the vantage point that I saw it, everybody thought it was okay to let that man do her like that? Because they pussy. Because y'all pussy, that's why. So I don't, that's one of the reasons why I'd be so cold on these niggas and like really not giving a fuck. Honestly, I would not fuck with nobody because like y'all could have just, because if he would have hit her. Then what? Then what? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's just never, which is so grossly unprotected. It's just ridiculous. Like it, it could be a video. It could be live. We could tell our story. We could show the, we could show the bullet fragments. It don't fucking matter. Because y'all don't care. Because I always like, say when I'm having these conversations with men usually this is right before I'm about to be asked to leave a party or a gathering whatever we gotta die for people to like believe it or for people even then even then we still don't but that's when it's we're respected or when we're revered when we're a victim of for not even just a victim of violence but a fatal victim of violence then it's like oh we didn't know or oh she was so strong or oh da 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 um no like when um Miss Mamas I forget her name rest her soul was tweeting that she was in danger and then she ended up dead I forget oh, her name toying 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 she said it we'd be like hello we need help hello this is happening hello hey this is awful and it's like no one gives a fuck until it's too late no it's all in that's what we get we'd be like help that's our life and it's honestly crazy like even in that even brianna taylor is still an afterthought even that summer oh and let resumes draw void blah blah and this and that and that oh and oh oh yeah by the way uh brianna too oh sandra bland yeah and the sandra bland case you know and i know this is off, off topic whatever well not really the sandra bland case watching that video is eerie to me because the way that she was speaking is largely exactly how I would have been mm-hmm. talking. Cause like most of the time when I'm watching things like that, male, female, whoever it is in the video, I feel kind of detached from it because not detached, like it's, it's not mattering, but detached. Cause, Oh, that's not how, you know what I'm saying? Like what I would have said, or I don't think that's, that's, not that's, that's not me, but watching the Sandra Bland situation, word for word, bar for bar is exactly how I would have handled it. That's terrifying. It's, yeah, especially like, you know, like I'm a black girl with a mouth. Like even with, with the man thing, like I'm a black girl who likes to, you know, have, has a big following, big big mouth, big whatever, whatever. I'm an open, uh, what's the word? I can't even think of the word I'm looking for, but you know, I'm just like a voiceless oh, black, black girl. Mm-hmm. With my own, like my own opinions, opinionated. I'm gonna do what I want, blah, blah, blah. And niggas can't wait to humble you either. And that's a whole nother thing. But it, it's just, honestly, I'm getting re-triggered just thinking about all this stuff because what the fuck? Because what the fuck? Um, let's let's light, light this up before we go because I'm... Yeah. Uh, what else we had to talk about? 
Child, hold on. I done closed the the app. Hold on a minute. Where I keep my notes at though? Um. Oh, I did want to talk about Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. We ain't got to get into it, but fuck Amber Heard. You're a lunatic. And also, I don't appreciate you basically telling that man that if you ever tell anybody that I abused you, they're not going to believe you. That man's career was derailed and ruined. You were kicking his ass. See, I don't, I don't know who's had to be on because I, I, it's, it's too much. And I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to stay out of that. I don't, I don't know. Well, I'm not staying out of it. I'm in it. Fuck Amber Heard, uh, which is what the internet has started calling her. And I'm here for it. You're disgusting. Um, we had a thing about parasocial relationships, but I feel like we kind of talked about that already. I just want to say internet-wise, like, these famous people, as invested as you can get, it's fine, but just, like, always keep in the back of your mind, you really do not know these people, and these are real-life human beings, like, that you're talking about. I remember the John Mulaney thing when it happened, when he got Olivia Munn pregnant. I have never seen so many people be invested into somebody's relationship like they was their brother and sister. It was insane. Or, like, it was their cousins or their brother-in-law or some shit. It was all... Wait, what happened? So... People, I think the way that the situation I'm talking about, the way that John Mulaney does his comedy is very personal and he does do it in a way where you feel like y'all are friends, where you feel like you know each other. And I think that particularly white women had kind of got into John Mulaney and liked him because of the way that he talked about his wife at the time. Like when she was his girlfriend and when she was his wife, like I think they kind of got like enamored with him because they're like, oh, this man just loves his wife so much. And so when I guess he was going through his divorce with Amy Tindler, and he started, I guess, seeing Olivia Munn and she ended up pregnant. People act like they boyfriend got somebody, they husband got somebody else pregnant. Mm-hmm. Instead of this being like a person that you're never going to meet and don't know, having a literal life. And they talked about this man like a dog in the street. Like, and it's like, y'all are unhinged. You well, I, I will say, I will put some, throw some red paint on Neo in the street like I work for Peter. Anytime I see him, because fuck him. Yeah, I took that person too. So I'm, I, I, I can kind of get it, but that doesn't seem as bad as Neo. Get it? I, I too, you know, dabble in the parasocial part of things, but it's like some of it is like when you get into stand culture and things like that. Some of it is over the edge, like Nicki Minaj stands. I don't want no parts and pieces of anything that they have going on ever. I didn't even know Mariah Carey, not Mariah Carey, Adele had stands. I said something about Adele. My mentions were out of order, (laughs) out of order. I had to not even look at my mentions tab and I didn't even say nothing bad about the lady. Like y'all need to go touch some grass, breathe some outside air because you do not know these famous people. And then y'all be so heartbroken when you find out that they're not the people you thought they were. They're not good people. It's some shit you, of course, it's some shit that you don't know. You live in Nebraska. Like the internet, I wonder, like, when I'm in the store or going to Target or whatever, like, somebody's, you know, taking my order at Subway. Like, I wonder if this is the barber I have blocked on Twitter. Think about how many people you interact with that are like Twitter trolls. Yeah. When you're just going throughout your life. But yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. Um, this wig is giving me a headache. I'm so hot in this thing. I just could not get naked on camera, but I'm sweating. Yeah, I was. I've been this close to ripping it off the entire time. Listen, listen, I want to say something. This is what I'm going to close with. It has nothing to do with what we talked about at all. If you got a problem being musty, if you sweat a lot, let me tell you, the young hoes on TikTok told me to put glycolic acid toner under my arms from the brand The Ordinary. Get it at Ulta. I have smelled amazing.
amazing for several weeks now. Send it to me. Several weeks. It's like $10. That's great. Apparently, what makes you stink is bacteria and not the actual sweat. Hmm. And the glycolic acid kills the bacteria. Send it to me. I will. I will do that. But yes, so if you a little musty, that plus a little chlorophyll in your water, clear all that must right up. But um, I'm hot. I'm going to hang up and uh, get naked. This will be great. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's get up out of here. Um, love y'all live tweet, do all the shit and bye. Bye. Oh, write more letters. We want more letters. Bye. Bye.